0: When we started out with our Luxe house and home properties, I must've researched over 1,000 different places on Airbnb, and I always chose the plus level. I already knew that at the very minimum, I wanted our houses to look like one of those. Welcome to another episode of the Superstar Superhost Podcast, hosted by me, Lola, a superhost. I co-own Lux House & Home, a short-term luxury rental business. And this show shares tips, tricks, and info on how to create a five-star short-term rental brand. Learn from other superhosts and get a front row seat to what hosting is all about. Lux House & Home, follow the journey. Today, we're going to talk about the ABCs of being a super host on Airbnb, and this is just a little something that I came up with to help break down the general idea of what it takes to get started on this platform and how you should be looking at it if you want to consider being an Airbnb host as a career. This episode is not going to go into the granular details of how to create your listing on the site. It's more of an overarching episode for people who can see themselves hosting their short-term rental on Airbnb as a full-time career opportunity. And that is very doable if you go about it the right way. The loosely created ABCs that I conjured up based on my research, my experience, and the mentorship that I've received are A. A is for Airbnb, just simply understanding what it is at the molecular level, not what you've heard about it or what you've experienced as a guest in an Airbnb, because that's a very different viewpoint from that of a host. But learning how the platform works and the history and the story of growth of Airbnb It's good to know the background of the company you're going to invest so much of your time and effort into partnering with. This can help you make more sound business decisions down the road. You also want to know what all the parameters are that are involved with hosting on Airbnb. Learn the rules and the limitations of what is allowed so that you are set up for success. B is for business. This covers all the activities that are necessary to setting up your hosting career in a professional, legal, business-oriented way. Things like LLC formation, creating a separate account for each entity, how you will handle guest communication, insurance on the home, and so much more. C stands for care. What that means to me is understanding that now that you're running a full-fledged business operation, there's a certain level of care and responsibility that needs to be considered when you have employees, when you are creating a space that is possibly going to be sought after time and time again by repeat guests, maintaining a level of standard operating procedures, having contingency plans in case anything goes wrong under any circumstance. Exercising a level of care is super important for the success of your business as an Airbnb superstar superhost. So without further ado, let's get into it. Starting with A for Airbnb, understanding what it is and how it got started. The clearest way to show this is through this video snippet that I found that does a great job of capturing how it all began in an engaging and funny way. Let's take a listen.
1: In 2007, two housemates who were both designers, Brian Chesky and Joe Gebbia, were struggling to pay the rent on their San Francisco apartment. They devised the idea to sell their living room as a bed and breakfast, putting up three people on air mattresses and cooking them breakfast in the morning. After realising that they might have a very good idea on their hands, they brought in ex-housemate Nathan Blacharsik, who was a technical architect, to build a website. All three became co-founders of Air Bed and Breakfast, and the website launched in August 2008, focusing on high-profile events where places to stay were scarce. To raise money to fund the site, the founders created some breakfast cereal themed with the presidential candidates Barack Obama and John McCain. They got $30,000 from this endeavor and it was an example of a startup doing everything necessary to get off the ground. After being ignored or rejected by 15 venture capitalists, they were invited to a startup accelerator program. They received further funds there and spent three months perfecting their product. In 2009, they simplified the name of the company to Airbnb. They noticed that their growth was very slow and travelled to New York to see why many Airbnb properties there were not being purchased. They discovered that the photos of the properties on the listings were of a low quality, so they hired an expensive camera and took professional quality photos. Sales revenue instantly doubled because people could better see what they were buying. An official photography programme where hosts could schedule a professional photographer to photograph their place, was introduced in 2010. A year later, growth had accelerated quickly, and Airbnb was established in 89 countries with over a million nights booked on the platform. The same year, they received $112 million from venture capitalists and were valued at $1 billion.
0: What a story. Hearing that should encourage you to get started with hosting, knowing that there may be some pitfalls along the way, knowing that the founders themselves experienced many failures, but eventually things picked up. And now here we are. Even with the current climate of COVID-19 and its negative effects in the Airbnb community, a recent report by Bloomberg News is quoted for saying that Airbnb joins vacation rental sites seeing a surge in demand. This should also help us understand the importance of having a contingency plan. What that means is we don't ever really know how our industry will be affected. So this is a good time to learn what we can do and what systems we should have in place to prevent too much damage to our business. For example, right now, many Airbnb hosts have had to pivot pretty quickly from short-term to long-term rent, but many of them are not prepared as to how to do that. So they found themselves suddenly thrust into a new learning curve regarding lease agreements, how to record payment, how to handle furnished homes that need special insurance coverage, and on and on and on. I also want to point out something from that video snippet where she mentioned when Brian and the other co-founders used their own camera to take better quality photos for the listing on the site. If quality photos were that instrumental back then for getting more bookings, imagine where we are now. It still baffles me when I see listings with amateur, grainy, blurry, distorted photos on Airbnb. But I digress. If you don't already know, Airbnb has evolved over the years and offers multiple tiers of listings. The big three are the basic tier, the plus tier, and the lux tier. Each level consists of more amenities, better hosting, and more options overall. As you travel up the tier, as stated by the site itself, Airbnb plus is an invite only program that recognizes top hosts and places to stay on Airbnb. Many superhosts are in the Airbnb plus program and plus hosts are expected to maintain superhost level standards of hospitality. Once invited and accepted into the program, Airbnb plus properties are recognized for their well-designed, fully equipped and spotlessly maintained spaces that meet a high bar for quality service and decor. Okay, so knowing this should be helpful to guide you in the direction of what type of Airbnb you want to host rather than starting without a plan and risking bad reviews or low star ratings while you learn as you go. When we started out with our Luxe House and Home Properties, I must have researched over 1,000 different places on Airbnb and I always chose the plus level. I already knew that at the very minimum, I wanted our houses to look like one of those. I already knew that I was aiming for super host status before we received our our first booking. This really helped shape my decision making from which type of furniture I would buy to what automation tools I would use to the smart locks for the doors and pretty much everything else. The running theme in my mind was Airbnb plus Superhost level. So anything that I came across that didn't meet that vision wasn't even considered. Let's move on to the B, which is for business of Airbnb. Try not to fall asleep on this one. (laughs) Deciding to host a property is one thing, but doing it as a legitimate whole business, which could quite easily serve as a full-time career, is a whole other ballgame. First and foremost, make sure to check the legality of running a short-term rental in the jurisdiction you choose. Make sure you are legally allowed to operate a business of this nature before you even begin to do anything else. You do not want to risk it and possibly be shut down after investing several thousands of dollars and several hours of time into the property. A good place to start is to check out the zoning rules. Most cities or other local jurisdictions have laws that set out the way you can use your home. These rules are often found in a zoning code, planning code, or city ordinance. You should consult these rules or regulations to see if your listing is consistent With current zoning requirements. If you're looking to build something from scratch or if you're going to be doing a whole home renovation, be aware that most local governments have rules and regulations specifying minimum construction, design, and maintenance standards for buildings. Certain rules applicable to residential and non-residential uses may be relevant to your listing. Some jurisdictions may also require an inspection of your property to make sure it meets minimum habitability standards. Just contact your local government to find out what standards apply to you. Once you've established that it's legal and plausible to host a short-term rental, then you want to make sure that the entity is set up to operate as a business by forming an LLC, obtain a business license, secure the proper insurance against liability, damage, theft, and so on. And of course, make sure you establish a business checking account for Airbnb to deposit the funds as each guest payout is processed. If you have more than one property like we do, you can easily set up multiple checking accounts so that each payout goes into the respective account. Trust me, this makes your bookkeeping much easier and I highly recommend doing it this way. If you want more detail as to how I make this happen, just click the link in the show notes. Another thing I want to quickly add about checking the rules in your area regarding Airbnb, if you are considering a property that is housed within a subdivision and you've learned that it is perfectly legal to host in that jurisdiction, make sure to check with the HOA as well, the Homeowners Association. Sometimes the local HOA rules will override the local government rules. And again, you don't want to risk being shut down before you even get started. Just a tip. We're gonna take a quick break and when we return, I'll go into detail about how to exercise care when operating your short-term rental. At Lux House & Home, our decor is specifically noted by guests who have stayed with us. We've had people literally ask us to decorate their own homes. Well, I don't know about getting into that business, but I am always, always happy to share my knowledge about anything I've found to be useful in our Airbnbs. Check out the show notes for my affiliate links to Amazon for things that I've personally purchased and have worked very well for us. I only recommend what has proven to be great quality. I hope you get the same results. And remember... Lux House and Home is part of a sharing community. Follow us and follow the journey. Okay, we are back to discuss C, which stands for CARE. When running your Airbnb as a legal, full-fledged business with the goal of reaching at least the Airbnb Plus tier and becoming a superhost, you must also show CARE in how you handle different elements of the business. A high level of responsibility to yourself, your property or properties, your staff, your guests, your locality, and the future of the business must be considered thoughtfully. I've created a short list of responsibilities to keep things simple. The first one is super important, but especially so during this time of COVID-19, and that is cleanliness. A typical superhost during a typical time keeps his or her home in spotless condition to the best of their ability. It is imperative that guests' expectations for cleanliness are met and hopefully exceeded when they book with you. I covered this in a couple of previous episodes, but to get more specific, make sure that your home not only looks clean on the surface, but is also disinfected properly. I have unfortunately witnessed housekeepers do things that I just don't deem as an efficient cleaning, such as using the same rag to clean the countertops that was used to clean the bathrooms. No, 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 no. I have had to go behind them and do it myself, which is hardly the best use of my time as a host. But the need to provide a truly clean home to my guests far outweighs my need to have someone else do the job poorly. If you do use a housekeeper that is actually doing a great job, it is your duty to ensure that she or he has what they need to finish the work properly. We at Lux House and Home provide everything and more for our cleaning teams. Vacuums, mops, brooms, cleaning agents, disinfectants, paper towels, Clorox wipes, all of it. I never want a situation in which the home is not cleaned thoroughly simply because the product was not provided. Take good care of your housekeeping staff. Train them to do the job up to the highest standard and incentivize them to keep it that way. One option is to offer them a cut from the booking fee if the guest rates the home with a five-star for cleanliness. It could be a nominal amount, but that on top of their base pay can really add up after seven to 10 turnovers a month. The second element of care is that of your neighbors, if there are any. Believe it or not, there are still several people who never want an Airbnb to open up on their block for any reason. The idea of a home near them that will rotate strangers in and out of it, is just troubling at the very least. I want to play this video to help better illustrate the biggest fear around this issue. is the situation in one tri-state neighborhood tonight where an Airbnb rental home has opened up. Some on the block say it used to be a quiet residential street. Consumer reporter John Matteris looks at this issue that is happening in more and more communities.
1: It's a scene you'll find in many well-kept suburban communities this case the Ravenwood subdivision in Blue Ash. Children make sidewalk chalk paintings and play on scooters. Empty nesters walk their dogs and parents leave front doors unlocked or well they did. The community is very concerned about the safety and security of our children and the disturbance that this place has caused already. Jared Frizzy lives across the street from a home that recently became a full-time Airbnb rental. So we counted 18 adults in that house strangers fill the driveway with cars as you see this photo jared took and sometimes party late into the night what's your biggest concern by having an airbnb here uh, there's vulgar language there's partying outside drinking smoking people i spoke with said they moved to this neighborhood specifically for the peace and quiet and the fact that this was such a great place to raise their kids they say having an airbnb here changes everything
0: okay so the overall gist of that video is that These people in this neighborhood believe that this house that you're about to start up as an Airbnb will invite loud parties, foul language, wild drinking and smoking and other late night shenanigans. It is so important to understand this fear and to be polite and empowering when informing the neighbors about your upcoming Airbnb. Tell them what Airbnb is. Explain to them what the benefits of having an Airbnb in the community are empower them with the permission to call you or text you if they feel uncomfortable or concerned about any guests at any time. If the issue is legitimate and non-discriminatory, handle it quickly and make sure the neighbor is satisfied with the way it was handled. In other words, make the impression clear that you are a good host doing a good thing in the neighborhood and you will go out of your way to ensure that this Airbnb will not be disruptive or problematic for the permanent residents in the area. Be proactive, not reactive. This naturally leads to the next element of care, and that is related to guest management. There is no way to completely avoid the occasional bad guest. At one point or another, it's going to happen. But the good news is that there are many things you can do to minimize the possibility of this happening. Start with, and if you've been listening to every episode of this podcast so far, you know what I'm going to say. House rules. I cannot stress it enough. Think of your house rules as the gatekeeper. Clear and concise rules will deter the bad ones from even bothering to book you. A great tip when discussing with the neighbors about your upcoming Airbnb on the street is to print out the house rules and give it to them. Let them feel armored with the knowledge of the guests' expected behavior. Do not empower your neighbors to take matters into their own hands by going to the rental and shaking the house rules in the guest's face or anything like that. Basically, you want them to know that you have standards for guests and that your goal is is to keep communication lines open so that there won't be any issues to be fearful about. In addition to guest expectations, you also must exercise care for the guest as they stay in the home. Their safety should be considered. Are there a lot of stairs? Is there anything in or around the property that could cause harm if not used properly? Is there an outlet that leads to an unguarded pond or lake? Is there a piece of furniture that only holds so much weight? Is the tap water safe to drink or should the guest only consume the provided bottled water? I could go on for days, but the idea is that after walking your property, or even better, staying there for a night or two, make sure that any safety issues are addressed immediately and properly. Communicate via your listing description or notes around the house or your guidebook what the safety precautions are. Airbnb will force you to disclose certain things regarding safety, such as smoke detectors, cameras, carbon monoxide detectors, emergency exits, location of fire extinguishers, and even childproofing, if applicable. Whatever the case, just try to imagine if this were a home you were going to live in with your own family, what would you need to feel safe and secure? Provide that for your guests as well. One thing that has helped me tremendously is leaving succinct notes around the house as to where the safety equipment is, how to operate certain devices, what to expect when certain sounds are heard in the house. The notes are not many, but they are strategically placed where the guests can clearly read them. And this cuts down on getting the same questions asked by guests over and over. Everything is right there for them, plain as day. And another great tip, I add one very simple line at the end of practically all my notes. And it says... We aim to please and we appreciate your five star review. I have to admit it, there's something about outright asking for five stars that just keeps getting us, well, five stars. Speaking of reviews, it's that time again. This one hails from Kayla. By far the best experience I've ever had using Airbnb. Lola's place was perfect. Great location, spotless, organized, and well stocked. It definitely exceeded our expectations. Every time I come to Atlanta, I will be staying here. Well, thank you, Kayla. I love when guests have already decided that they are coming back in the future. That's a huge compliment and is definitely our goal for every guest. I am happy to share specifics in more detail about how I maintain Superstar Superhost status if you want. Shoot me an email found in the show notes and I'll get it to you. In the meantime, please subscribe and share this podcast with everyone you know and leave me a five-star review. Thank you for listening and for following the journey with Lux House and Home. Till next time.